I never liked running when I was a kid or when I when I grew up. It, running was always a part of the training, but I never really enjoyed it. And that night, running through Milwaukee, that was just it was awesome. Hello to all you beautiful Cream City Pacers. I hope you guys have been out enjoying this wonderful summer running weather we've been having. And I'm super excited to have you guys back for another episode. Today I am joined by Manuel Merkt, Milwaukee's newest 40 Under 40 recipient, the president of Hermley USA, and most importantly, a new runner. Most of the guests we've had on this show, uh, well, to say they're all seasoned vets. Uh, but Manuel, he's not quite there yet. He's been running for less than three years, but he labels himself a runner and is training to dominate his first marathon this year. We talk a lot about his running background and just kind of why he got into it. And we talk about many of the things that clicked for him when he started running and the reasons he's been deciding to stick with it, which I'm sure all of you guys can relate to. Also, it's a great story to hear which race really got Manuel into running. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but it's at night. Today's episode is sponsored by Mimosa Breakfast and Brunch. Mimosa has been named the top brunch spot in Milwaukee multiple times. Located on 27th and Ryan Road in Franklin, Mimosa serves up your favorite breakfast dishes with a twist, like my favorite, the Greek yogurt banana split. Mimosa is open every day of the week from 6am to 3pm. You can make your reservations at mimosabreakfast.com. Now, without further ado, on to the show. Manuel, welcome to the Cream City Pacers podcast. It is an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor for me also. Before we jump in, can you introduce yourself? I'm Manuel Merkt. I'm 35 years old. I was born and raised in Germany. Uh, I live in Wauwatosa now with my beautiful wife and two kids. And I run uh, the U.S. subsidiary of a German-based machine tool company. And you are new to the running game. Yes, that's correct. When you started running about two years ago, mm -hmm. so you're very new. Yes. That's, I'm excited <laughs> to learn more about that. So you have a very interesting backstory because Milwaukee has not been your home. It mm -hmm. actually is Germany. Yeah. So tell us um, kind of about your journey from Germany to Milwaukee and how you got here. Okay. As I said, I was born and raised in Germany in a small town in the southwest of Germany, close to the Black Forest. So the next bigger city is Stuttgart. Most of the people know Stuttgart. Um, I worked for the same company that I work now, and I went back to school. They sent me over to the U.S. as an intern to see the U.S. operation to help out in the sales team. And that's when I met my now wife, Emily. Um, they wait, wait, so you, you were over here. How long were you over here until you met you Well, I was wife? here a total of three months, and it took about a month and a half until I met her. Milwaukee, the city yes. of love. Yeah, for me it is. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> it's funny because I met her at a, like a private Oktoberfest party, and I was, I was the only real German at the Oktoberfest party in Milwaukee, and, so, and she speaks German. And so we got to talk to each other and the rest is history. No way. What, what yeah. are the odds? Yeah, I know. 
And it all started basically in the old German beer hall because I met a couple guys there. They invited me to their Oktoberfest party and that's, yeah. So you were just using of, your German heritage yeah. connections in Milwaukee <laughs> and then you fell in love within basically, three months. Yeah. Okay, so you're over here in Milwaukee, right? That's yeah. where you guys are out of. Yeah. And you're here for three months. You mm-hmm. find love. Are you, you, you end up going back to Germany? Yeah, I had to go like back here. No, I had to go back to uh, graduate because um, there was, so I came here in October. August stayed three months had to go back to Germany to graduate I graduated in June and around that time they offered me a full-time position over here in the US and then that was obviously an easy one to accept since my girlfriend was all already over here so then I came over the end of 2010 and yeah that's when I moved here okay and so you move here in 2010 it's now 2019 mm-hmm. you weren't a runner this entire time no so you you live in Milwaukee and you're you obviously you came over here as an intern you're now running the company so kind of talk about the progression to where we are at early on the goal for me and also for the the guys in germany for me was to establish a certain culture in the company and also establish a a training program within the company similar to what we have in in germany apprenticeship programs are very common in germany and so that was my goal right in the beginning to establish that and uh, the former president of the company here in the U.S. was also um, keen on that idea. He wanted to create his, his own workforce. And so I worked really hard on that with local schools, with uh, other companies in the area. And when the, 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 the president back then decided to leave the company, uh, he prepared us well to basically take over. And we told the guys in Germany, say, hey, we don't want to have another president come in. We would like to run it ourselves and basically they gave us the trust and it worked out good so far <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and yeah. that transition was uh, like 2016 it was it took a little bit but yeah 2016 uh, beginning of 2016 was basically the, the switch and but we've already been involved for the last five six years in, in in the business itself and in certain decisions so it was not a huge transition for us to be from uh, an assistant all of a sudden to be a, a president. Yeah. So, wow, that's yeah, amazing. We got a little bit of a transition period there. Yeah. So, <clears throat> how was that transitioning from Germany to America and to a city you don't really know that much, but yeah. found love in three months? Yeah. Um, like, how was that for you culturally, just like work wise? I mean, obviously, the cultures are different. Um, but a lot of people ask me what's better Germany or the US and I I can't really answer that question there are a lot of things that I love here there are a lot of things that I like better in Germany but they're oftentimes small things in your daily life that you just miss here or miss over there Um, I love Milwaukee Milwaukee the the flair of the city the just the people here I've never met such nice people and I always tell that story when in, in, in Europe, as a German, you don't always have the best reputation, no matter where you go, France, or they might be nice to you, but the um, when I came over here the first time, and the first couple of weeks I lived here, I went to bars and I told them that I'm German, and I mean, I was the first time that I was really proud of being a German because people celebrated me. They, they, they paid the beer for the whole night just because I was German, and I didn't know, I didn't, I've never experienced that anywhere else. So I th- maybe that's also part of the, the heritage here in Milwaukee, that it's such a strong German heritage. Yeah, it's that 
a little maybe a little bit Midwest nice with yeah. that Milwaukee heritage, yeah. but oh, we're welcoming. If you're yeah. out at the bar <laughs> and you're German, and you're probably getting a couple of beers paid for you. Yep, definitely. So now that was the quick story how you ended up in Milwaukee, and now 2016, you're make your well, you're transitioning, mm-hmm. right? It's helping run the company. So when did you start getting into running? Like, how did you get into running? You you weren't a, like, did you run at all? Like. Growing up? A little bit. So I grew up with a sport that is not known here in the U.S. It's called a team handball. It's an Olympic sport. It's a team sport, six against six. Um, they played all over Europe, uh, not so much over here. And that's what I played until I was, basically until I moved over here. And when I came here, I was really looking for some activity. I need sport to, yeah, to feel good. And I couldn't really find anything. So I started playing soccer. I'm not really good. I like watching soccer and I like the social part of it, but I'm not really good at playing it. And being now uh, the president, have more responsibilities, have to work a lot more, travel more. I was looking for something to do that that doesn't take so much time away from the family time. And my wife actually convinced me to sign up for the Storm de Bastille um, 2017 that was. And we ran that together and for some reason I loved it. I never liked running when I was a kid or when I, w- when I grew up. It, running was always a part of the training but I never really enjoyed it. And that night running through Milwaukee, that was just, it was awesome. And it was pretty good. It, it, I, I did well, sort of never trained for it. and. I passed my wife and I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like that story, but we left um, her in the dust, and the rest is history. Sort of. So did you? So you ra- You raced the. You raced the Bastille Day. Yes, that's your first race. Did you I, like train for it? I mean, no. is it? It's a five k. It's I a five k. That's such a fun race. Yeah. So you do the Bastille Days, and you like it. Mm-hmm. And then I I started running here and there just a little bit, but maybe once a week if I had time. I didn't run in the winter at all. And a friend of mine convinced me to sign up for the, I think it's called the Leprechaun Run in Mawatosa. Like a fun, one of those <clears> like, like fun, fun runs. Run. And I started training for that one like two weeks prior to the race. And it was very... Solid training, solid two training, weeks. Yes. And after that, I kept running. I, I loved running. I I started running like twice three times a week and whenever I could fit it in and well how, how like where did you fit it in where were you because you have you have family mm-hmm. you're the president are you running like late at night or early in the morning so late at night yeah. or early in the morning which yeah. are two times like people normally don't run and yeah. then especially new runners yeah. like either early in the morning is way too early to do anything yeah. or late at night it's just it's, the my family crazy. time is very important to me and um, I travel quite a bit so the time that I am home, I want to spend with my family. And so it was very important to me right away, right in the beginning to find time that doesn't take away from that. So yeah. I convinced myself to get up early at 4.30 in the morning, run for a little bit and then go to work. And yeah, I've done that now for the last one and a half, two years. So you, it sounds like you fell in love with running mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah. So I signed up for the um, Brewers half marathon but i signed up for the 10k because i never thought i could run a half marathon what were your like runs because you said you started running like one two times a week yeah like, just like I mean, around like the block a couple miles two miles maybe to the grocery store with the, the kid in a stroller yeah get some bread in the morning for breakfast and that was it but it felt good 
and then I increased the, the mileage. And when I signed up for the 10K, um, at a certain point, I ran 10Ks in the morning just for my workout. And I figured that, that doesn't really do it. I need a, a challenge. So I signed up for the, I changed it to the half marathon. And yeah, that was great. Nice. So yeah. did you actually train for that? Mm -hmm. Were you putting yeah. in some... But just my own, I didn't really have a training schedule. I just increased the miles uh, gradually. So like, how, how was the first half then for you? It was good. I was uh, way under the, the goal I set myself. I think I was at a 151. Nice. What was your goal? Under two hours. <laughs> I crushed it then. Yeah. Your first half marathon. That's, yeah. that's awesome. That took me a couple times to get under two. Yeah. So I like that. That's the thing though. I... I want to, if I do something, I want to do it right. I want to train. I want to feel good about it. I don't want to run a half marathon and die afterwards because I can't walk anymore. So that's why I really set the goal to, to practice and to run and to improve myself. And so during that first half at the end, were you, you're feeling good then you have, well, not really. I mean, I was pretty, I mean, I felt pretty excited about finishing it in a, in a good time, but yeah, I was, the, the, the day was <laughs> over for me. Yeah, I mean, that's how it usually goes. Yeah. So you crossed the finish line for the first half. And I mean, what did that feel like? It felt amazing. It really felt amazing. I mean, especially at Miller Park, there were so many people and you run through Miller to the, through the stadium and then you come out again and uh, the finish line is right there. And yeah, it was a great feeling. That's, that's also a really cool course in general. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of parts of Milwaukee wouldn't normally run in. Yeah. Um, it was tough because it was right around breakfast time and running through Milwaukee around brunch time on a weekend, all the smells there, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was very difficult, but also uh, motivating to be done. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty incredible. So you run the half, you keep, you keep running, you mm -hmm. obviously love it. Um, it's like, why, why, why do you love running so much? And like so quickly? I, I don't know. I think for me, I, I found something in it again that I can do on my own schedule. I don't really have to ask anybody. I just leave the house, run, come back, get ready for work and leave. So I don't really have to drive anywhere to do it. I don't really have to schedule time with anybody else. It's just on my own pace and I, I clear my mind running. So that's, yeah. So you found clearing your mind with running is, is interesting because people always ask, um, like training, it's like, how do you run that? Like, you listen to music or anything? It's like, no. And you're like, you're out there for multiple hours yeah. or even an hour. And you're like, yeah, you find this like meditative state or whatever it is. It's different for everyone. Yeah. But like all runners share it. And they yeah. know it. I mean, I listen to music, but I still, there, I, I don't think about work really. I don't really think about a whole lot. Uh, sometimes I catch myself thinking about work and some issues that might, might, we might have. And those runs are usually not great. But whenever I, I'm free and I don't really think about anything, those runs are amazing. Where do you find your mind drifting to? Like, do you do a lot of brainstorming? Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you're the president of a company, so you have a lot on your mind. And I know you just said, like, issues or yeah. you might want to push those off. But I don't really, I really try not to think about work when I run. Because, I mean, I think about work pretty much all the time. I ask my wife. I think <laughs> about work way too often. And... That's the, the, that's the only me time I have. I mean, I come home from work, there's a family, I have the kids, and when I run, that's just my time, so. So you you get into running, you, and we're saying your, your wife kind of pushed you into yeah. it. 
and way, way to go. That's awesome. Yeah. That's how I got into running. So <laughs> I appreciate my wife for Thanks, that. Thanks, wives. <laughs> Thank you. Um, have you found anything else? Like, have you got into any, like before running, I know you said you played soccer, but I don't know if you just tried like CrossFit or, you know, any of those other like I gyms tr- or anything. There was a year when I, before I moved to, to the US, uh, there was a year when I went to the gym quite frequently and I was pumping and like doing weights and that was fine for a while, but I lost interest in that pretty quick because it's inside, I you're tied to machines. I didn't really like that. Yeah. So other, no, I haven't really found anything else. I mean, I like biking, but not to the extent that I like uh, running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being tied to machines, I can, I can relate to that. I'm not good at going to the gym or anywhere. I just like, I have to drive there. It's not going to happen. You can just literally put your shoes on, open the door and go, which is amazing. So now that you've been running for a few years, do you run through the winters? Mm -hmm. How's that? How is like, I was really worried that I lose my motivation last winter. Yeah. So I ran after the, um, the Brewers half, I ran the, I think it's called Tyrania. Yeah. In November, Tyrania out in like, uh, um, Waterloo area. Yeah. So I ran that one and then somebody at work told me about the winter run series. Oh yeah. And I was really worried that I lose my motivation throughout the winter running. So I just signed up for all six races. So there's six 10 K races and it's starting in October. And I did the first one. I, I placed in my, um, age group. Congrats. Thank you. And so instead of just being a, a motivation throughout the winter, I came became really competitive. So I wanted to place at every race, and I did in my age group. And so yeah, that kept me going throughout the winter. And I ran, I think the coldest day was minus 12 Fahrenheit that I ran. And I would never believed that if you would have told me three years ago that I would ever run when there's snow outside. But yeah, it's awesome. So if I were... If- Obviously, someone hears this and they're like, Manuel, you never ran and now you're, you're running in negative 12. Yeah. Why, like, how are you doing that? Like, what, why would you go out in negative 12? I don't know. I, again, I was in the beginning, it was really the fear of losing the motivation to run. And I mean, in the beginning, when I started running, a part was also I wanted to become fit and healthy again, I lose a little bit of weight. And I was kind of worried that I fall back into my non-active uh, me, and I didn't want that, so I kind of pushed myself. But after a certain time, it was actually a cool feeling in the morning to go out and run when it's freezing cold and my my um, eyelashes froze. And you go to work and say, hey, I already accomplished something. I went out there and it was freezing cold, but it was also fun. And it is fun running out there in the snow, in the fresh snow. That's the fresh the fr- it's i don't want to really want to think about this right now no because no it's we summer have in milwaukee beautiful. finally but there is something i mean running you are familiar with running early in the morning or late yeah. at night it's just like no one's out mm-hmm. it's like you and your surroundings yeah. and it's so quiet but there's something about like fresh snow on the ground in a cold winter morning it's like this crisp yeah. quiet air and though i hate running in the winter it's something like you don't get in the summer it's just because yeah. like the animals and nature everything else is alive. i turn off my headphones because i want to hear the the crunching of the snow yeah it's awesome oh okay well let's put those memories aside <laughs> and not worry about them till till this coming winter so you talk about running not thinking about work last year you got um 40 under 40 for the, i think it's the biz journal yeah 
Congratulations. Thank That's you. a huge accomplishment. Yeah. In the um in your write up there was a little Q and A section mm-hmm. and you were favoring running in a lot of your answers, which is incredible. Uh favorite hobby you said running. I agree. That's my favorite hobby. Uh, top of your bucket list is running a marathon. And if you ha- could have another profession you'd like to try, it would be a professional runner. Yeah. I mean, you are embracing running. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like part of you now. Like, yeah. do you, will you, are you a runner? Like, do you tell people you're yes. a runner? Yeah, definitely. And that's awesome. I mean, all the time I put in, I, I consider myself a runner. What's the most exciting part about running for you? Um, the time that I have just being just for myself out there and also the feeling of accomplishing something and um, the so all the training pays off I mean I started with running two miles to the grocery store and I kept doing it and doing it and adding on some miles and now I run 13 miles on a Sunday morning and go for a bike ride with the kids afterwards because it feels great so the the pay the training and i mean if you put the time in it pays off at the end and that's really um fulfilling to me yeah i couldn't agree more and it's it's crazy that 13 miles like three years ago you'd have been like you're crazy and now you're like oh just if you can run three miles you can run 13 miles just give it a little bit of time and your body can do it and it's amazing to see it yeah um and who knows? I mean, I again, I have only this, done this now for two years. Who knows how long this will last? But I really hope this journey goes lasts longer, and I do that for much longer. Well, let's hope. The yeah. best part about running is if you um, if you can stay healthy, you can do it your yeah. entire life. Yeah. Running in Milwaukee, new to you. Um, have you explored a lot of the city on foot? Unfortunately, not. No, I really stay. So I live in Tosa, and I, I really run around the house, like the Oak Leaf Trail, the Hank Aaron Trail out there. Because, again, for me, it's really a, a time timing thing. Yeah, I want to be able to get out of the house, run, get my miles, and come back and go to work mm-hmm. before the kids are awake. <laughs> it's ideally, yeah. And well, Tosa is a pretty incredible spot. There's yeah. a lot of the main paths in town go through it, but also. Um, some of the like river trails over there and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful area to run it yeah but i mean i would love to run more on the east east side and the the, the lakefront i mean i always see the the pictures that are posted on facebook and the, the, the running groups and it looks amazing but i just don't want to drive anywhere yeah running that's just kind of well, that goes purpose. Ba- yeah that goes back to why yeah. one of the reasons why you got into running yeah. was you just put on your shoes and get out yeah. the door yeah well that's interesting because so many people I mean, I would say for me, the running group, like I was running because there was a running group holding me accountable. And then there's like you, it's just reasons they are. You're not going to the running groups. Um, have you been to any at all? Yeah. So there are um, two running groups, Wednesday and Friday mornings. I think it's the OMG group that I've I've been to a couple of the runs. Oh, yeah. The Tosa runs. For yeah. OMG. Um, they, it doesn't, I don't think they get up early enough for you. Those are like 5.30. Exactly. That's my, that's, that's my issue. So sometimes when I'm off work, then I, I go to them or I did them a couple times in the winter. But most often they're just too late for me. I don't want to say that it sounds horrible. 5.30 is too late. But yeah, again, that's, I want to do it on my time. And How have you, so 
also having like a family, it's you know, things are tight now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just, time is tight, yep. right? So you've at, you're adding running, which means four thirty in the morning. How is that? Like, how did that affect you? Um, like with your life, like, do well, you I fall, fall asleep on, on the couch at eight, which so. is a great, which is a great feeling because <laughs> you're so exhausted. Well, not for my wife, so I had to adjust the time a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but like adding another activity is not easy to do, no. especially when it's something like run, it's something running. It's so easy to cut out. It's just yeah. like I don't have time to do this today. But the benefits of it are crazy. Yeah. Like when you run in the mornings, I've been running in the mornings more, not four thirty, yeah. five. It's close to you. I'll get you at four thirty. <laughs> but I mean, you're done. You're showered. You're out. There, you get to work, like you said before, yeah. and you feel so accomplished. Mm-hmm. And it almost like helps you. It's like I can replace sleeping with running and have the same amount of energy yeah. throughout the day. Yeah, I never believed that in the beginning. So if you do sport in the morning, you're tired the whole day. But it's the opposite. Really. It, yeah, it's yeah. just like insane. So you you get that as yeah, well, definitely. So how? How has running helped you, like not only in like your life but also like at work? I think I'm more balanced. Um, I didn't really have a, a a valve to get rid of like stress or uh, certain feelings, and now with running, I I feel like I'm much more balanced at work, and I can make decisions based on how do you say that on my my feelings better than I did before because. You've like a, a better state of mind, you're kind of saying, yeah. yeah. Which is another incredible thing of I, running in our case, but it could it could be with any sport. You could oh, yeah. be swimming, biking. Yeah. It's it's. I think that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. One of your bucket list items from forty under forty was running a marathon. <laughs> yeah. And before the show, we were talking, and that's uh, that bucket list item sounds like it's going to be checked off this year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. So I signed up for the Lakefront Marathon in October. And so this time I have a, a training plan and I hope I can follow through. Yeah. So are you excited? Are you excited for like having a training schedule? Because mm-hmm. it sounds like you've kind of haven't had them in the past. Yeah, I am. I am because um, I know that I can put miles on the, the road. I can run a certain period of time, but the whole... Um, interval training or like the hill hill training i have never done that before so that's a new challenge for me and so like track workouts or intervals are all yes. new yeah yeah that's a whole different beast yeah. just the mindset with those uh you, you look like oh it's a track i can run a 1200 because you know, i can run a half marathon but it's yeah. completely different a completely yeah. different mindset to find find yourself getting in your zone for those yeah. So I'll be excited to talk to you after yeah. you kind of get through with your training. And I'm very excited for the whole the whole experience, and um, I I'm glad that my wife supports me that much because I told her that there's going to be a lot of a lot of long runs on the weekends, and I'm not worried about the mornings throughout the week, but the weekends because yeah, you have to put those miles in, and yeah, well, she and- supports me, and they they're gonna. They're going to sit on their bike and run, ride the bike while I run next to me. Oh, that's so, awesome. Uh, you're going you're gonna to have a blast training for yeah. it. That's The coolest part about your first marathon, at least for me, was like everything was like such a big accomplishment. Like, oh, this is my first track workout and I did like 12 400s. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> or I just ran 17 miles. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> done that before. Um, so it's a lot of it's a lot of excitement followed by like, I can't get off the couch yeah. the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> My legs feel like jello. Yeah. 
And I feel like my kids are going to help me with that because they won't let me sit on the couch all day. So, yeah. yeah they'll make you get out and shake your legs, which, yeah. is, which is actually probably a good thing. Yeah. So, um, running, do you have anything else planned with the training? Like, are you, some people pick up like biking or swimming or something to kind of cross train? I really try to pack in a little bit more biking in, in my uh, training, but it's really hard for me. I, I don't really feel accomplished when I sit on a bike for an hour rather than running an hour or something. So I, yeah, I'll try, but I don't know how that will go. Are you pretty excited then for like training for these different these different tasks? Because yeah. like, you're gonna really push yourself in ways you haven't so far. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. And again, I if I do something, I want to do it right and I want to be good at it. So I really, uh, I'm not gonna. I I don't really know what time I'm gonna run at the, for the marathon, but uh, I hope I can do like a three hour fifty. Again, it's the first one. I, I don't know. Um, that's what I, my training plan is laid out for that. So if I can be faster than that, then so I did everything right. Yeah. And the good thing about training is like you have 16 weeks. So yeah. you'll start seeing some of your track workouts or long run pace and see, see where you're yeah. at. Yeah. So Lakefront was my first marathon. And the, the funniest story is I feel like I blacked out somewhere at like mile 20. Like I don't really remember much. And I crossed the finish line and the lady, like, they like kind of wrap you around those like space blankets. And she's like, this must be your first marathon. And I'm like, feel like death. Like just like, and she, I was like, why? She's like, cause you have the biggest smile on your face. And I'm like, I'm no, there's no way I'm smiling right now. And it's just, yeah, it's such a crazy world yeah. that you run 26 miles and yeah. like it's the best feeling you've you may have ever experienced in that way. So another coming from Germany is another important thing for you was you know, bringing the German heritage here. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing um, you've done, especially at your company, is with the apprenticeship programs, yeah. right? Yeah. And so with a program is called... ICAT. ICAT. Yeah. And so- it's an apprenticeship program. And it's kind of how your company is, mm-hmm. is based, right? Yeah. So... As I mentioned earlier, uh, apprenticeship programs in Germany are a normal thing. It's not like here where it is a, an alternative to the college or to four-year degrees. Uh, apprenticeship programs are equally um, common as a four-year degree. And so what we see in our industry, and we sell and we, we manufacture and sell machine tools like high-end CNC equipment. And what we see in the market is that there's a shortage of skilled labor. Um, so our customers don't have the, the people to, to run our machines. We don't have the people, we have them, but it's really hard for us to find more qualified people to, to service those machines and to run them. So we decided to uh, bring the apprenticeship program that we have over in Germany here to the US. And we did that together with the German American Chamber of Commerce. So they were a big help at, with establishing that program here in Wisconsin. So, which is interesting. So the apprenticeship programs are basically like work and go to school right, at the same time. Which... Like it's a dual, we call it a dual trainee program. So that the apprentice is in the company for three days a week and then at a technical college for two days a week. And it's a three-year program. Did you do that as well? Yeah. I mean, that's very uncommon here yeah. in America. I mean, oh, it's yeah. like go to school for four years and get a job. So how has that been working in like the Milwaukee community, especially with the... German Chamber of Commerce to to bring that to life here. Um, so 
when I came over and I tried to do that on my own or our, on our own with the company, it was kind of hard to get in touch with local schools and the interest was not really there nine years ago. But now um, with the current situation, everybody talks about the skills gap. So everybody is aware of that something needs to be done. It's much easier to get companies and uh, technical colleges involved in a, in a training program. And um, we have currently, we have one apprentice. There's another German-based company in our business park, Krohn's. They have two apprentices and they hired two more for the following year. So it's a growing program, but it's growing slow because the mindset is still not there. It's a, a cultural difference between Germany and the US where uh, the hands-on approach in Germany is much more um, the norm, I would say. So the, the, the practical training in the company. Yeah, so you said the another company in the business park was German as well. How, yeah. Have you guys been working with other like American-based companies? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming yeah. a lot of companies face the same issues. Oh yeah, and it's not it's not just a term. It's not a German training program. It's just based on the German model. Yeah, and so the German American Chamber of Commerce down in Illinois, they have I think they have over 30 companies participating in the program. So it's quite big down there. They've done it for several years now. And a lot of them are American-based companies. So it's not just something for German companies. So, well, that's incredible that yeah. we are taking the, that model and bringing it here yeah. and applying it um, to your company, but also helping like Milwaukee, Milwaukee as a whole, because of the, I, th I see that being very important, especially yeah. for the future of us. So I think that's an awesome program. And so do you, how many do you have an apprentice right now? We have one. So we're in a situation where we don't have a, a production over here. So our, the whole production of our machines is done over in Germany. Okay. Basically what we have here is a, a sales office. We have a, a showroom and warehouse for spare parts. So it's, it's not that easy to apply like the, the hands-on training if we don't produce anything. Uh, but we created our own workshop. So right now we only have the resources for one. But we're expanding our facility. We start actually broke ground this week. Oh, nice. Congratulations. And thank you. Hopefully we're done by the end of the year and part of the new expansion will also be a, a training area and then we're going to hire a couple more apprentices next year. That's awesome. I'm yeah. excited to... You got a big year ahead of you. Yeah. Expanding the business, yeah. running your first marathon, getting <laughs> some bucket list items. <laughs> That's awesome. So though your running's been short, like satisfaction in running is great, right? You can mm -hmm. get it from running just running in the morning from running a race and getting a pr what have been some of the your greatest satisfactions um so i ran the bruce city half marathon this year uh, right after the, the whole winter and it was in april and i didn't really know how it would go and i pr'd again like i cut off seven minutes and there was i i never believed that would happen that quick. So that was a great success and that was a great feeling. And yeah, I don't I, I mean, every race is great just to finish it and to see um, spectators and people cheering for you. I think that's or even runners like throughout the race when you talk to other runners and they cheer you on. If you have a hard time, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, the running community is so great though. It's, it's such an individual sport and you yeah. are competing against other people out there, sure. right? I mean, it's still against yourself, but the support I didn't really, from other in runners. the beginning, I didn't really think I would compete against anybody else because I just wanted to finish it. But the more I run now, the more competitive I get and I want to be better than 
I want to be better than my previous me, but I also want to be better than others. <laughs> and that means seeing people in races and yeah, taking them, taking yeah. them, passing them. Yeah, that's really funny. But that's uh, I mean that's that's a big part of it, right? Yeah. I've been in races where people pass me, I've passed them, and then I'm like, oh, I got this, and yeah. they come flying past me at the end, and yeah. you're like, I'll never see you again, and probably forget <laughs> about this, but like you helped me so much, yeah. like drive forward to yeah. finish this race. I actually had a similar situation twice now, two races where. People came up to me, or I once somebody came up to me. The other time, I came up to somebody else, where they really helped me run the race and keep pushing because I was done. But I, I followed somebody, yeah. or vice versa, and that's great. And then share that moment at the end of the race. Yeah, that's so cool, especially when you cross the finish line and yeah. whether you're in front of them or behind them, and you like yeah. turn around and you're like, "Thanks so much!" Yeah. Like it's like well, on the course, I wanted to get in front of you so bad and stay in front of you, and then you, you yeah. just laugh at the end about it. So that's exciting. It's awesome your journey so far. I'm excited to hear yeah. more about it and follow you on your training this year for Lakefront, and we'll finish and enjoy. Hopefully, enjoy some some beers at the finish line now that the the finish lines moved to Summerfest, Summerfest. it should be a good time we don't have to worry about the mud um like the runners experienced last year so i appreciate you being on the show today but before we go it's time for the cream city pacers rapid fire questions all right are you ready i'm yeah do you think you as i can be okay all right so what shoes are you running in right now and would you buy them again so i run in the a6 kayano and i had them now Four, like I've bought them four times already. Oh. I really like them. Um, I like to switch out shoes more frequently. Okay. Wear out quite a bit. Yep. Um, I like them, but I just ordered yesterday uh, Hoka Arani Arahi. Yeah, I'm not familiar with I, all the Hoka line, yeah. but you got you're in Hoka's. Yes, I I haven't I don't have them yet. I should get them next week because I have size 14, so they had to order them. They didn't have them in the store. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm excited. Cool, Hoka's. Yeah. Oh, it's a different game, so be yeah. ready. It's like my first time in them was like running in felt like space shoes. Yeah. But I, I ran or I walked in them like in a size smaller just mm-hmm. to get the feeling of the, the shoe itself. And I'm, I'm very excited because I feel like I need more cushioning. Yeah, oh, you, you should love them then. Yeah. So those are great. Okay, favorite route to run in Milwaukee? Since I live in Tosa and I like to run around the house, uh, everything Tosa. I mean, there's so many great um, trails, not so much actual trails, trails like off road trails that I would like to run, but there's the Oak Leaf Trail, there's the Hank Aaron Trail that goes around to Miller Park. That's a great route in the morning running around Miller Park. Is there anyone on the Hank Aaron that early? No. Like no, no. bikers? Well, sometimes some bikers, but usually I'm pretty alone out there, especially in the winter. That was, yeah. I ran once with the, the OMG group. It's like, man, there are people out here in the morning because usually I run an hour earlier. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, fu- it's funny running from winter on the same trail to like yeah. today in summer where it's just like commuters, walkers, yeah. everyone, everyone in the winter. It's just yeah. you. So, okay. If you could bring one person to Milwaukee to run with you, who would it be? That's a really tough question. I know everybody says that. Um, so, when I lived in Germany, there was a, a friend of mine that I grew up with. His name is Werner. And he started running maybe 15, 18 years ago. And I never understood why. <laughs> he's crazy. He's a crazy yeah, he's runner. Crazy. He ran, and he ran now all the, the big marathons. Like uh, he just did Tokyo this year, like all the big ones. And it would, since I'm in, into running now, it would be fun to 
bring him over here and run with him. Oh, that'd and be awesome. Tell it, show him, or talk about how great running is now that I'm doing it too. <laughs> oh, that's that's an incredible story. That'd be super sweet. Okay, favorite race, favorite Milwaukee race. Um, I want to say the Brewers uh, half marathon was a lot of fun. Um, but the route, even though it was a back and forth, like the the Brew City, like running on the what is it called, the trail. Um, yeah, that's down on the lakefront, right? Yeah. It's, uh, I think that's on the Oak Leaf Trail. Yeah. Then that I really liked that. that. So I think that's my favorite. Okay, I and like I PR'd, <laughs> and you PR'd, so it always makes for yeah. a better race. Favorite pre-race pump-up song. Um, I love Guns N' Roses, and Night Train of Guns N' Roses is. Ooh, uh, one of my favorites. So. I like that one. Okay, and then um, lastly, one piece of running advice you'd like to pass on to new runners. I don't know if I'm in a situation or in a position to give advice about running. I just started, but um, for me, really, if you keep putting the work in, if you keep practice training, um, you get better, and uh, it's amazing to see the development or the improvement while doing it. So I think just keep pushing and keep doing what you do. Keep pushing. It's yeah. so simple. And listen to your body. That's very important. I had situations, and I hear that all the time, listen to your body, but it's true. I mean, I had days where my knee hurt and I just did not go running. And the day after it was good again, so I, I ran again. And yeah. Two key pieces of advice. I love them. I'll use them myself. All right. All right, Manuel. Thanks for being on the show. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks again.